0: And I'm Katie. And you're listening to Rope Drop and Park Up. Welcome back. And also welcome back. Yes, thank you. Katie had a
1: road trip this weekend.
0: <sighs> That's all it was. I spent so much time in the car this weekend. I'm done. Yes. She got in. It's like 120 degrees here. Yeah. And I
1: got into her car this morning and she had her seat heaters on. Yeah. For my back.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> she's so sore from sitting in a car. Because I'm a young chicken. Where did you go? What was your route? We drove up to Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about a seven-and-a-half-hour drive from here. Yep. Um, so up through Oregon, Washington, up into Seattle. We stayed the night in Seattle for two nights, and then my crazy husband got on a bike Saturday morning at 4 a.m. Well, he got up at 4 a.m. He was on his bike at 5 to ride 206 miles. Is that what it was? Two hundred one. I don't remember now. From Seattle to Portland. And we sort of followed him. We met him halfway in Washington, and then we drove the rest of the way to Portland and met him there. He finished around seven p.m. So that was a fourteen-hour race. Yeah, that's a, little, a long, it's a long time to be on a bike. I almost think like I my stamina for sure couldn't get me that far, but I think my would be so saddle sore, <laughs> right? Like,
1: how does it not hurt? I don't know.
0: How do you ever walk again? I don't know.
1: Also, my kids. So we talked to them the night before the race. Mm-hmm. And we were all on speakerphone, so Katie's whole family could hear everything, and my whole family could hear everything. And my kids'
0: minds were blown. That, that someone could ride a bike that far?
1: Well, also that he locally will ride up to Bogus Basin, which is our local ski resort. Yeah. It's a ski resort, guys. You have to go up a mountain. And it's a
0: steep mountain. It's
1: a steep mountain. A steep, windy
0: mountain with not much shoulder. I, it makes me nervous when he does that. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: And he does that for training. And yeah. what is it, 60-something miles round trip? Mm-hmm. And he does it in... Three hours? Something like that. (laughs) I know. I don't understand
0: that. You think I don't understand run Disney? I for sure don't understand that one. Yeah. Yep. It's a a different mindset for sure than I have. You know what he deserves? What? A turkey leg. He does. (laughs) He needed a protein load on a turkey leg. We got some yummy takeout in Portland. It was um, like fire roasted chicken because that's usually what people want post-race is some protein Protein, and a little bit of carbs. Um, so we did it was like roasted sweet potatoes roasted chicken. It was really good. It's oh. called mama bird if anybody is in the Portland area go check out mama bird. It was yummy
1: better than birds hot chicken that we ate in Anaheim after our gumball rally. Yes, but just a year. little bit. <laughs> Don't I mean it was fine. It was probably really good except for when you're tired and hot and dehydrated. Oh, it's not no good. and it was too spicy for Way me. too spicy birds birds and mama bird mm-hmm. are not related.
0: So then Sunday we spent all day at the Oregon coast. We just, we started in Newport and drove up to Cannon Beach and then back to Portland. So that was a long day in the car as well, but totally worth it. It's so beautiful out there. It is beautiful. I love the Oregon coast.
1: I just love the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Any ocean.
0: I know. It's so soul soothing. Yes. Yeah. It's so good for your soul. Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: Shall we read a review? Let's do it. All right. This one is from California—I almost said dental. (laughs) California (laughs) Disney Teacher, CA Disney Teacher. And the heading is Love These Gals, five stars. I just found this podcast, and I'm binge listening to it because I love it. I'm a huge Disneyland lover from far northern California and a current Dream Key holder. Erin and Katie are informative and funny. This podcast is a perfect complement to the Facebook group that I'm a member of. Thank you both for taking your time to share your love and knowledge of Disney. You make me feel like my Disneyland obsession is not odd. (laughs) Good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We like fellow oddballs. (laughs) But more like a
1: superpower that only a few of us have.
0: Nice. that's cute.
1: I would say it's a superpower. Yeah, I like it.
0: Yes. That's, yes. If I could pick a superpower, I guess that's what I'd pick. This is it. (laughs) That works. Thank you, California Disney. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. We love those reviews. All right. Let's talk about News. Uh, Disneyland had its birthday this weekend. Happy birthday. 68 years young. Yeah. And they had some kind of special cavalcade that Which they day. they typically
1: do if you're there yeah. that day. A lot of people, a lot of influencers you'll see are there doing an opening day attraction mm-hmm. challenge of some sort. What's your favorite opening day attraction? For me? Yeah.
0: Mm, probably the train. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's mine as well. Yeah.
1: Although... We watched a little Fresh Baked last night, mm-hmm. and David was in the parks and he wrote all of the opening day attractions and he compared them to some video footage from opening day. Okay. I also really, really, really love the Storybook Land Canal boats at night.
0: Yeah. Love them. Yes. There's something about twinkle lights that yes. just make everything so magical. I agree. Right? And those
1: arches that you go under. Mm-hmm. So that, I love Peter Pan. I think I shared this on Facebook, or I shared it on Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. and I asked everybody what their favorite opening day attraction. I think the only one I didn't see anybody <laughs> list was Casey
0: Jr. Oh. Um, I always forget that's an opening day attraction, too. It's so, it's the forgotten ride. Maybe.
1: The Mark <laughs> Twain, I love so much.
0: Mm-hmm. I love the
1: Jungle Cruise, which also, for me, always, I forget that it's an opening day attraction because it seems
0: more yeah modern. Yeah. Well, it feels like that whole area over there was... A second phase, right? Right. Because, you know, um, Pirates wasn't an opening day attraction. Right. And Indy for sure wasn't. Right. So, and neither was the Haunted Mansion. So, all of that just feels like it shouldn't have been. But Jungle Cruise, I guess that was the end of the line over there. I know. For opening day. I love it. It's all so good. It would have been so fun to be there. It would have been. Opening day. Um, We did a ton of Disney trivia (laughs) while we were on the road. You did? Yes. It was fun. Because we had Heath's mom with us. Right. And she's a fellow Disney lover. So, Mm Um, I think she had it pulled up on her app, like the Play Parks app maybe. Okay. I'm not sure where she had it pulled up. I did a lot of the driving, so I was mostly listening and participating, not reading. But right. Yeah, it was fun. We we say this all the time. We need to have a pizza night and do Disney trivia yeah. with all the kids. Yeah, that would be fun. Jack and Asher would kill it. I the know. rest of us would be sitting there going, how did you know that? I know. <laughs> and, and we'd have to trust them. Yes. That's the thing I've learned yes. with Asher. In Iger news. Iger's <laughs> Uyger, not... Iger's Iger's not
1: a fan favorite right now. No, a lot of people aren't (laughs) a big fan of him. He kind of put his foot in his mouth. Yeah, And I don't think he's recanted. I think he's pretty confident in what he said. Right. But if you haven't heard, well, we'll talk more about other stuff too. But if Mm -hmm. you haven't heard, he made some comments about the SAG strike that's Mm -hmm. happening right now in the world, I guess. Yeah. And he talked about how he felt like the strikers are being unreasonable. With their requests, mm-hmm. and I saw a, a reference that Bob Iger earns about seventy-four thousand dollars a day, <laughs> <laughs> and some of these people that are striking earn about sixty grand a year, and they're being unreasonable, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he's not a fan favorite. I don't know, but he extended his contract, so that's exciting. Yeah. He's yeah. around for two more years, two years longer than what they originally said
0: when mm-hmm. he came back. Yeah, kind of crazy. And he was in Idaho actually this last week, or I don't know. There was some conference that they were at in some valley, mm-hmm. and he said some things about maybe selling off some of Disney's assets, and like maybe ABC is not necessary to keep in the portfolio. And interesting um, that you know Disney Plus has been losing money lately, uh, mostly because of. This is deeper than we probably need to go, but. Right. Um mostly because in India, they lost rights to the cricket streaming. And so that's where a lot of the money is hemorrhaging right now is in yeah. India. So you talked about maybe streamlining a little bit there. But they're they're not selling off Disney Plus. I don't know. And it's, movies. It's a lot. Movies have been struggling. Yes. My
1: kids and I were talking about this this weekend because we were talking about like the last three Disney movies that have come out. And they've all kind of...
0: Bombed. Yeah, not bombed. Not I mean, bombed, Indies but just not as okay. Not not done as well as they could have. Right, mm-hmm.
1: and it, I think though, as a whole, you don't hear about movies that do amazing at the box office very often anymore. Right, and I think it's because of streaming. I think streaming has kind of destroyed a lot
0: of things. Right, and that actually is probably a byproduct of COVID too. Right, right. like we got used to being at home and streaming, mm-hmm. and actually sometimes that's more fun than well, having I mean to go also, to the movie. Though, I don't know what movies are in the theater ever. Right, and so I never see an ad because mm-hmm. I'm streaming. I'm
1: mm-hmm. watching whatever I'm watching at home. Right. I don't know the com- I don't know the movies that are in the. Com- <laughs> Why do I keep wanting to say computer? I don't <laughs> know the movies that are in the theater. I'm not excited for them because mm-hmm. I know nothing about them. Right, and so I think, and I think this is part of what's being included in this Screen Actors Guild strike is because
0: streaming is so. It's ambiguous as to how they get paid right. for streaming, right? Like,
1: I feel like the internet's ruining everything, guys,
0: <laughs> as
1: you stream this podcast. Right. <laughs> keep keep streaming podcasts, specifically this one, but everything
0: else, we need to go back to movies. Yeah. Anyways. Just kidding. <laughs> so that was a deep dive we probably didn't need to do. So let's get back to Disney news. <laughs> Soarin' Around the World has reopened in California Adventure, but there's still scrim up on the outside of it. So, And they did not take our
1: suggestion and make one screen Soarin' Around the World and one screen Soarin' Over California. They didn't. Fine, whatever. Maybe someday they will. And as far as other closures, you guys, we've talked about before a lot of closures that we say, you know, if it's coming, don't cancel your Mm -hmm. trip. It's not worth canceling your trip. This one, you might want to cancel your trip. If you've got one coming up, you might want to rethink it. Uh, Golden Zephyr. Is closing on August
0: 28th. Deep breaths, everyone. I'm it's going to be okay.
1: <laughs> Just kidding. But not kidding. The Golden Zephyr is closing <laughs> down on the 28th for refurbishment.
0: Boo hoo. Yeah. Is, I it don't, a, is it a long, oh, it, it doesn't have a reopening no, date? No, the
1: calendar's only going to the
0: 29th. Gotcha. I don't think I've ever ridden the Golden Zephyr. Oh, never. I, I have. Usually, uh, well, Jack likes to write it. So anytime he's with me, we'll take a spin on it, <laughs> literally. It can spin on the Golden Zephyr. That's probably why I haven't ridden it. Also, it doesn't run midday because it gets too hot. Right. The line is never super long for it. The fun thing about it is once you're up in the air, there's a nice breeze and you're over the The water. The water. So
1: I can't imagine why there's no line for it ever.
0: (laughs) Don't cancel your trips. If you have littles, it's kind of a fun ride. Any other closures happening?
1: Uh, um we we've talked just the ones
0: that we've already yeah, mentioned. Yeah, and you
1: guys I always forget what we've talked about mm-hmm. and what dates we haven't. So let me just go over it really quickly. Okay. We talked about Radiator Springs racers and how it is closing. So I know that's a big one for a lot of people. Radiator Springs is closing down on August eighteenth and it will be back up on the twenty eighth. So it is only down for ten days. That's yeah.
0: but ten days is actually it, is, it'll be a back
1: up on the twenty seventh. That's oh, okay. random. Usually when they close something down, they'll close it on a Monday. Mm-hmm. And they'll reopen it on a Friday so that it's open for the weekend. That's yeah. kind of their pattern. The twenty seventh is a Sunday, hmm. so um, they I think they must just be getting ready for Halloween. That's what I'm thinking to get too. ready for Halloween, mm-hmm. scrambling and getting things in tip top condition.
0: Yeah, It'd be fun if they did a Halloween overlay on Radiator Springs. I mean, really they fun. they kind of do with the mountains, right? They get the yes. purple and orange. And the other colors two
1: rides are both Halloween overlaid, yeah. but not Radiator Springs Racers. Yeah. I don't know how they
0: would overlay it. You could race them in their costume cars. Yeah. Maybe they could put <laughs> some Halloween decorations in the town inside in the, the ride. Side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. It'd be cute. Um, Pepita, the puppet in the Magic Happens parade, which usually walks around on the ground. It has puppeteers inside of it. They've moved it to a platform now, and I don't know what the reasoning is for it. That's interesting. But So now it glides around on a platform. It still looks like it's walking. Right. It still has puppeteers in it, but it's not touching the ground anymore. So I don't know. Maybe it was his paws were getting burned.
1: <laughs> or I wonder if it had something to do with the puppeteers. I wonder maybe. if because of the tracks in the road, maybe they were getting stuck or maybe they were having issues. Maybe they were rolling their ankles, rolling in, their the ankles the trail, they couldn't in the tracks. Because they couldn't see.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder.
1: Possibly. I roll my ankles and I can see them. Anyway, luckily he's
0: still there, Pepita. Is Pepita a boy or a girl? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. It's the big cat, the al- alabrija. Yes. The Coco Cat. Yes, the Coco Cat. San Francisco Square News will have a music loop from featuring songs from Epcot, which I don't know which Epcot songs and I don't know why. That's weird. Yeah. And then four songs from The Happy Ride with Baymax from Tokyo Disneyland, which I think sounds kind of fun. Right. I haven't listened to them yet. They're available. If you go Google it, you can go listen to the four songs.
1: Also, side note, we talked about these guys with the kids episode, too. If you don't watch Provost Park Pass, Mm -hmm. go watch them. They are currently doing a worldwide Disney tour. Tour. Mm -hmm. And so far, they started in California, and then they went to Tokyo. They went to—I mean, they've done some other things along the way. Currently, they're in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. um, And then I imagine Shanghai's next, then Paris, and then they'll end in Walt Disney World. But they're doing little things along the way, too. But— I got to see some Tokyo Disney, which was so cool. And I also got to see some Hong Kong yesterday, which... I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go to any of these.
0: Well, Aaron pulled up pricing and it looks like it's pretty affordable. So the flights like, to get there are not. <clears throat> maybe we just take a really cheap slow boat over there. Right. I texted <laughs> Katie we stay yesterday for a and I was weeks. like, Katie,
1: Hong Kong, Disney's not very expensive. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: it. That would be so fun.
1: But speaking of Tokyo, they they have a lot of Baymax stuff over there. Yeah. And so they got to see some of that. Anyway, so it's cool. kind of fun. Go someday, check out. Someday. Someday
0: yes. we'll make it over there. And... um. San Francisco Square, of course, opens August 31st, right ahead of Halloween time. So right that will be good Halloween timing. Time. All right. And then some Disney World news, just because we like to throw that in every once in a mm-hmm. while. Uh, Mears is merging with Sunshine Flyer. So the transportation that. available from the airport to Disney World is now merging into one company. I don't know. I It remains to be seen. The only
1: thing, we've talked about this before when we went to Orlando, Mears offers 24 hours of service, and Sunshine Flyer did
0: not. Right. And now... So hopefully they take the best of both companies and merge it into one. I read that they
1: will keep the Mm 24-hour service, which is nice.
0: Yes. I would love for them to all have the cute little trolleys, the little train-looking... They're not keeping the train theme, which I'm actually really sad about. That That was one of my favorite parts of it. The nice thing is, though, that they will pick up at all three terminals at Orlando now, whereas before, if you landed in Terminal C, which I believe is like JetBlue and a couple of other airlines, you had to... Figure out how to get to terminals A and B to get picked up,
1: and also when you we landed in what would we land in terminal?
0: I don't know A or B, and I don't then we had to schlep our
1: luggage all the way
0: across the airport to get to the other terminal. Right, that'll be nice. So I've heard yes that that is going to be an upgrade. So it'll be nice. Anyways, and then Epcot is going to get some hundredth anniversary celebration stuff starting this fall. I don't know what it is, but people are. Assuming that it's going to coincide with the opening of Moana, Journey Through Water. Journey Through Water? Sure. I don't know. I don't either. I but might, that is area. Journey, the, Journey Through Imagination of that Water. That is not it. <laughs> um, water World. Water World. There it is. Okay. Moana's Water World. That's probably what everyone's going to call it anyway. Waterland. <laughs> yes. How do I get to Waterland? Yes.
1: <laughs> um, but a lot of people are speculating that yeah. that's going to open at the same time. Yeah. They
0: haven't announced it, but. Nope. And Epcot, of course, has Food and Wine Festival going on. Currently, or it starts in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. And that'll be going on through the fall, too. So Epcot will be busy this don't fall. Don't come for us. We're not a Disney World podcast. No. We say this all the time. We are Disneyland. But we just want to keep you a little bit in the in the loop, just because 100th, you know, is going on. It's all encompassing. Every, at every Disney park, right? right. Okay.
1: Uh, let's briefly chat about Oogie Boogie. Oh, yeah. Oogie Boogie tickets. <laughs> we talked about it last week. We were getting ready. We were doing our calisthenics mm-hmm. to get ready for the Oogie Boogie sale that happened on Tuesday. Uh, it was another dumpster fire. It was, but not for everybody. Not for everybody. And I would say, okay, with the disclaimer, I know we have listeners who had poor experiences mm-hmm. and I'm not discounting that. I will say that this time it seemed to run more smoothly.
0: Mm-hmm. Um And people were getting through legitimately this time instead of backdoor. Yes, people Mm -hmm. were
1: getting through legitimately. Um, The queue never actually went down. It seems like it kind of moved seamlessly throughout the day. What happened, though, I think is just there were so many people in that waiting room. And we mentioned this last week when you are put in that waiting room ahead of time before the queue opens. Once the queue opens, you get a random spot in the queue. Mm -hmm. And I think there were just so many people in that waiting room that when the queue opened or if you joined the queue after it opened and you were placed at the end, It was just a
0: long wait. Yes. And, and your chances of getting in to buy tickets got slimmer and slimmer, slimmer the longer and slimmer. the day went on. And they did sell out. They sold out for the first time ever. On day one. In, on day one.
1: Eight hours. Mm-hmm. And I know people waited in the queue all day long mm-hmm. and didn't get tickets. Yes. I got tickets. And I, I'm i the first to admit it was luck. Like yeah. it wasn't anything I did draw. special. It was just I got lucky. And you know, I recognize that some people didn't and I'm sorry. Yes. It sucks. It's kind but, of a heartbreaking
0: day. It was bittersweet, right?
1: Right. And I will say, I mean, all is not lost. Oogie Boogie's a great event. Mm-hmm. It is. And if you want to go, try again another time. Mm-hmm. If you didn't get tickets this time. If you didn't get tickets this time though, add an additional day on to your park tickets and do something else. I mean, my kids, we talked about it because I'm taking Kenley and her best friend for their birthdays. Mm-hmm. And I said, girls, if we don't get tickets, what do you want to do? And it would have been less expensive for us to add an additional full day at a park and not go to Oogie Boogie. And Mm so, I mean, glass half empty, obviously, if you don't get your tickets, but you can still turn it around and make it You can pivot,
0: right? Right. And, you know, if by chance you go that week that you wanted to go anyway and you... Sometimes they will hold tickets at the ticket booth for purchase for that night. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously a long shot. But also staying at one of the Disneyland Resort hotels gives you a good chance yep. of getting tickets for that evening. So, I mean, all is not lost. Right. But... But, yeah, like I, you said, just be ready to pivot and... Yeah. And... You'll still have an amazing time.
1: Now Disney has a year to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I wish... Okay, let's talk about this for just a second.
0: What could they do better? So, I mean, we... We talk about all the time how weird it is that Disney World starts their Halloween parties in August, but I can see why they need to do that, right? Because of the popularity, and they have no problem, right, in Disney World, right? To have so many dates available that it's just not the scarcity issue that it is here, right?
1: You know, they're non-transferable, not sellable, whatever Mm -hmm. the word is. People buy them and sell them. Mm -hmm. They were on eBay that night for (laughs) thousands and tons of 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 money. However. I've seen that they're not there anymore. You can't find very many. I think Mm. Disney's cracking down on it. Which I'm glad of. I saw a post on a Facebook forum yesterday, someone who just said, please don't judge me. I'm a single mom. I bought tickets. I sold them. And my magic key was revoked. What do I do? (sighs) And so I think Disney pays attention. They do. They really do. We talked about this last week, too. Mm -hmm. They pay attention. Um, We talked about it from the perspective of if you are listening and you didn't get tickets and you want to get tickets... Just, you know. Be real careful. Yes, because if Disney figures out that you're buying scalped tickets, mm-hmm. they're going to cancel them mm-hmm. and you're going to be out the money. Yeah. So I think Disney is trying to do everything they can as far as that's concerned. What about releasing, you know, a week at a time or something?
0: Yeah, I mean, I the issue with that that people have pointed out is what if the date that you want is sold out by the time it's released and your backup date was A previous date that was on sale and that one sold out too.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the what about day of
1: tickets like. What about holding on to you know a hundred tickets that are day of tickets for people who didn't you know and maybe they do.
0: Yeah, maybe. But or or maybe even like six weeks ahead of time, the way that they release their their park schedule, right? Right. That's when tickets go on sale because it's really hard to plan, especially since it's kind of a locals park. Yeah. It, I don't think most people know exactly what they're going to be doing this far out. Right.
1: So. Or what about a virtual queue, like what they yeah. do? And I mean, I know we get put into a queue, but what if you were assigned a number mm-hmm. and you knew exactly where you were in that
0: queue? Right. You may be called back to the queue yeah. in 150 minutes or whatever. Right. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just feel like there's got to be a better way. Yeah. Because this is just, I know, there. I mean, we had some feedback from people who waited the first day in an eight-hour Mm queue to have it shut down, and then the second day in another eight-hour queue to get nothing. Right. And so 16 hours of their life was wasted, and they came away Mm empty-handed, and that's frustrating. It
0: is frustrating. There's got to be a better way. But the hard thing is, is Disney is still selling out those tickets, so do they have any incentive to fix things? No. Not really. Probably not. I mean, I guess they maybe want guest satisfaction ratings that are higher, but... Bob Iger would probably say we're being unreasonable.
1: (laughs) And with that. Mm -hmm. And with that,
0: that's the news.
1: (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
0: Go to your happy place for a happy price.
1: Go to your happy price. price Priceline. Mouse World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner specializing in vacation destinations all over the world. From frequent theme park getaways to annual family cruises to once in a lifetime epic worldwide adventures, we can help you make those dreams a reality. At Mouse World Travel, we focus on quality vacations to provide guests with the most optimal experience. Our agents treat each trip as if it were their own, which means a special, personalized vacation just for you. Our agents provide concierge-level service during the vacation planning process, including offering recommendations to fit your family's needs, such as help choosing hotel or dining locations, suggesting add-ons or extras that we think your family might enjoy, Offering tips and tricks to make the most out of your vacation and answering questions to help you plan efficiently. Some of our more popular vacation destinations include cruise lines such as Norwegian and Royal Caribbean, all-inclusive destinations such as Sandals and Beaches, Universal Parks and Resorts, and of course the various Disney destinations, which include the theme parks, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, and Alani. There's something for everyone, and no matter what type of vacation you're looking for, an expert agent at Mouse World Travel will help you get there. It's been so long since we were at Disneyland that we had to pull up our pictures, so we Mm -hmm. knew what the heck
0: we did. It's fun to spread these recaps out over a couple of weeks, but it's also real hard on our brains. Right. Our (laughs) brains are old lady (laughs) brains, so... Forgive us. Yes. We had such a fun episode last week. Thanks again, Dugan, for being on with us.
1: Yeah, we got some good feedback, That's too. People like episode. Dugan. Maybe
0: Dugan should be regular. Maybe. Maybe um, he could be our like monthly guest. He could be our beat on the street <laughs> or something.
1: <laughs> oh, I like it. I know. Okay, what did we rope drop at DCA? So our second day was a DCA
0: day. Yeah. Can you guess what we rope dropped? We rope dropped the Golden Zephyr. Because <laughs> we knew it was going to be closing we and, did, we and we wouldn't get a chance to ride it ever ride. again. That is not right, guys. We rope dropped another ride that starts with a G, though. Gardens of the Galaxy, mission
1: Wee-hoo. breakout. So we rope dropped it. We learned something really quickly mm-hmm. on this. We rope dropped it. We got tangled in the rope drop line, which was fine. We yeah. account for that. We were on within 15 minutes. Let me look because I have pictures. Hold on. Let me turn it down because this is a video. Um, thirty. We backed out at eight twenty-nine. Okay. So it took about thirty minutes for us to get in and ride it the first time, mm-hmm. but then we were back on it within fifteen minutes. So yeah. Like by the time we rode it, got off, got there was back no in line, line and mm-hmm. we were backing out in the gantry lift again was a full 50, Was 15 minutes. Right, and
0: that 15 minutes includes the show, the pre-show. the pre-show, and the line after you get out of the pre-show It was room. a walk-on, essentially, yes. the yep. second time. Yep.
1: So we learned that, and we laughed, we actually had a little giggle about this, because while we were in the big line walking over to Guardians, Katie said, are people really rope-dropping Monsters, Inc.? Uh-huh. And we were like, maybe, because there were people going that direction. If you have
0: kids... Maybe a rope drop Monsters Inc. and yeah. then go to Guardians, because the line cleared right out. Yeah. And interestingly enough, Monsters has been pretty popular the last few or the last yeah, the last few times we've been. Yeah. That line is longer than it's ever been in my memory. I know. It's always long. Yeah. And really, I mean, it's super cute. It's nothing exciting. No. But it's cute. It's worth going on every time. But totally. you could also use a lightning lane on it.
1: Yes. And we'll touch on this a little bit later. Oh, no, let's touch on it now. We wrote it. Yeah. They also offer a buddy pass. Yes. And I don't know that a lot of people know what that is. So we'll tell you it's Toy Story Midway Mania also offers it a lot less often Mm -hmm. than Monsters does. Okay. But it is a pass. If you, there's a cast member at the entrance under an umbrella. If you go up to them and ask if they're offering a buddy pass and you have a party of one, two, or Two and a child. Mm-hmm. So, like a small, a lap child. Basically, a row, mm-hmm. what you could fit into one row of the ride. They'll give you a buddy pass. You go in through the exit. And you wait there. We were, what, second, third in Mm -hmm. line? Took us like five minutes to get on. And it took us about five minutes Mm -hmm. to get on. And I think there was about a 35 or 45 minute wait at the time. Yeah. So it's basically to fill a row because Mm -hmm. sometimes they'll put a family in there and then the next group, because it's a family ride, right? Right. So then the next group's a family and the next
0: group's a family and they've got this empty row in the vehicle. And they don't always have parties of two waiting to fill that row. Right. Which is what your buddy pass gets you. Correct. It's a party of two. And you can tell without even asking if the cast member's holding Are they green cards? Um, I think yellow or green. Red. I think this time they were red. Let me look. But they'll be holding some kind of card. No, they were green, and it looks like the single rider pass. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So yeah, and I'll share that that
1: on Instagram this week, and you can see exactly what we're looking at. But But that's a good option. Yeah. Um. On the. Funny story when I held it up and took a picture of it. I took a picture of the Spanish side, so I'm not exactly sure what it says. Although Katie is on day 100 and something of her Duolingo streak, so maybe she could tell us. Maybe. Uh,
0: Why do I do things like that? Why am I the way that I am? That's funny. Post it, maybe someone will translate it for us.
1: That'd be great.
0: (laughs) So, yes, we rope dropped Guardians, went twice in a row on Guardians. And then... Did not get our song. Did not get our song. It's been a
1: long time since we've gotten our song. We were
0: very hopeful. Yep. And then what did we do after that?
1: Then we went over to Toy Story Midway Mania, Mm -hmm. which is one of my other favorites. We We used a lightning lane for that. I wouldn't. Well... It depends. It depends. We walked over and there was a line and we didn't want to wait in the line. Mm-hmm. It's one that I like to ride twice. Yes.
0: And I feel like it depends on... It's, if we had only done Guardians once and then headed over mm-hmm. to Toy Story, we probably would have just waited because it would have been a shorter line mm-hmm. at that point. But we had you know, spent enough of the park morning already going on Guardians right. that the line had time to build up. But that's a good one to rope drop if you... Have littles, too.
1: Yeah. And I was just going to say, I wonder if you could rope drop that and then head to Guardians and have yeah maybe a pretty low weight that way. Probably. Do you remember back in the day when we used to talk about rope dropping over by aerials? They don't yeah. let you do that anymore. No. Which is sad because that would be perfect mm-hmm. to run over to mm-hmm. Toy Story and then run to Guardians yeah. and get on both
0: quickly. Yeah. We don't recommend rope dropping in Credit Coaster, and that is because the line remains relatively short most of the day. Right. Because it has such a high height requirement. Most families aren't headed over that direction. Yes. And
1: if you can utilize single rider, that's always yes. an option. Although the
0: single rider line was pretty long through most of the day. That day we were there. Um, but yeah, so you could either ride that in the standby line, which is a little bit shorter than most of the other lines in the park, or use a lightning line on it later in the day. So don't
1: let a long line there
0: Deter you. Deter you. And I would
1: say that is the same for the single rider line. Even
0: if it looks long. It moves pretty quickly.
1: I think when we were there, we were watching. I was kind of paying attention. Mm -hmm. I think they were putting three single riders on per train. Yeah. So they run through it pretty quickly. It's a
0: high capacity ride. It's
1: a high loading ride. And it moves quickly. Mm -hmm. Ariel. We went and did Ariel. I love Ariel. I do too.
0: Best air conditioning in D.C. No, mm-hmm. well,
1: it's good. It's good.
0: <laughs> um, it's, the, it's one of the most relaxing rides at D.C.A., I would say. For sure. You mm-hmm. can just sit back and. Mm-hmm. You could take a nap if you want. Right. A quick
1: mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And then Katie tried and tried and tried because at this point in time, it was 10 a.m. She tried and tried and tried and tried and tried to get me to ride Grizzly
0: River. And I said, <laughs> no, Katie. <laughs> it was hot enough that day. It probably would have felt good. No, it wouldn't not, not my favorite, though.
1: <laughs> I just don't like being wet. But listen, by 10 a.m., we had done Guardians twice, Toy Story Midway Mania, and Ariel's Undersea Adventure. So we'd done four rides in mm-hmm. those first two hours. Mm-hmm. So again, another another plug for rope dropping. You know, you get there, you wait in a little bit of a line, but then you get to do four rides in yeah. the first two hours. Yeah. Or f- I think we did five at Disneyland when we rope dropped. So... There's
0: bonuses. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's reasons to rope drop. And we actually weren't super rope droppers that day. We walked no. up right as the music was playing for the rope to drop. So we, yep. we timed it pretty well. Which is why we got tangled up in a half an hour line. Yes, yes, right. But if you get there a little bit before rope drop, you can be towards the front of that line yep. to get to whatever ride you're going to.
1: Then we made over our way over to Rogers the Musical so that we could have a, a, a cry. watch. No, so we could see it. Because We begged. I have a picture of you begging to get in and they let us oh, in that's right. and, they, and they showed us. They did not. Uh, we did have a cry, a sad little cry. Mm-hmm. We were so excited. Let's talk about this. We were so excited when they announced the opening date for Rogers the Musical because we have a bad habit of like showing up toward the end of things, toward the end of food and wine or toward the end of Halloween season. Halloween season. Mm-hmm. Like that's just when it works out with our kids and it works mm-hmm. out. We have this bad luck. We were so excited to be there for opening weekend of something, mm-hmm. and we were like, yes, we're going to be there. We're going to be able to tell our listeners all about it, and then they announced the days that it was going to be
0: showing. Yes, we have the not worst our days. luck. Let's talk about that real fast, though. Rogers wasn't playing for almost six days straight this uh-huh. last weekend because of the Haunted Mansion uh, what do you call it, premiere, yeah. whatever, that they were doing at the Hyperion, mm-hmm. which was supposed to have actors. the actors at, but because of the strike, they did not show up. But the cast members still got to watch the movie in the yes. Hyperion, which I thought was pretty cool. Cast and, members
1: and a lot of influencers right, got to right. go.
0: So that, sound, that sounded fun to mm-hmm. be there for that. Um, it would have been more fun with the actors, of course. Of but course. They had already done their little stunt publicity stunt over at the yeah, Haunted Mansion right. a couple weeks earlier. Yep. So they got that. Well... I don't know. But a lot it's, of people were upset that Rogers wasn't playing those days that they were gonna be there and you know, were upset that they didn't get a heads up about it. However, Welcome to our world. Disney did actually give a heads up on that.
1: We got a, little he- while like a ago. week
0: heads up. That's all.
1: <laughs> I think they announced the actual days like two weeks before. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I'm not bitter. Not at all. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we went to Pim for an early lunch. We sat mm-hmm. down to eat at Pim at eleven o'clock.
0: That's twelve o'clock our time,
1: right? So that's fair that's lunch
0: time. And it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Worth it.
1: Oh, I need to go eat there again. Right? We had
0: we both had not so little chicken sandwiches, right? We did. Yeah. And um,
1: tots with cheese sauce. Mm-hmm. I think did we get the exact same thing
0: I without think so. even trying? I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That mm-hmm. sounds right. But it was it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Always always sure go eat there. Okay then. We took a little break. We went and sat in Paradise Garden while we were waiting for our lightning lane for Goofy Sky School. Mm -hmm. We had some time to kill.
0: Guys, that's one of my favorite spots. It's so great. It's a new favorite for me. That's always been a favorite for me, especially when the bands are playing. I love the entertainment over there. I do do too. Yeah.
1: And it's all shady and it's... Anyway, there was a band, the Christopher Mm -hmm. Brothers. Yes,
0: they're so cute. They were so good. Mm -hmm. They did a lot of cover songs of like late 90s, early 2000s. Like grunge rock. And then a lot of Disney cover songs, which was really fun. Which they made kind of grungy. Yeah. It was fun. They were very cute. They
1: were so cute. So if you're there, go back, see who's performing on the stage, on Mm -hmm. the main stage back
0: there. Grab something to eat. It's super shady. Super shady. It's lovely. We had the s'mores churro, Mm -hmm. which... Mm -hmm. We both agreed not as good as a fluffernutter, Mm -hmm. obviously, Mm -hmm. but it was pretty. It was decent. I liked it. Disney, it's time. It's time to bring back the fluffernutter. Just slap some peanut butter sauce on it. It's not that hard. Right. It's not.
1: I think that's the (laughs) exact same thing. We should have brought our own. We should have. (laughs) Just stand there and drizzle some peanut butter
0: on it. A little (laughs) ketchup bottle full of
1: peanut butter sauce. (laughs) Sneak that in. Anyway, it was fine. It was. It's yeah, it's not fluffernutter. Yeah. Um, we went into Boudin and we watched them make some Mickey breads, mm-hmm. which we always take those home as a souvenir for our kids. I think we've mentioned that before. Yep. We grab a loaf of the Mickey sourdough. Yep. Of course, we risked our lives entering and exiting the vehicles on Goofy Sky School. Mm-hmm. It was great. Then we saw
0: Nick Fury. We got to meet Nick Fury, which he was fantastic. He was. I was a big fan of that. It was. It's like a little show that he does. He's yes. not just out there meeting and greeting. He's you know, doing some audience participation mm-hmm. questions and having volunteers come up and do a fun little activity. He's funny. He's really funny,
1: and he's a little like he pokes a little bit of fun at the oh, people yeah. in the audience, yeah. which is
0: very in character. And I thought he looked great. Yes. However, it was so hot, and he was covered from head to toe in black garb and, <laughs> and a beanie. And a beanie and, and gloves. An eye,
1: and an eye mask uh-huh. or an
0: eye patch. Yeah. And poor he, was, guy. he was probably out there for a good 10, 15 minutes. That got so hot. It right did. Right out get there really in the blazing hot. sun. Yes, poor guy. And it- then we had some people try to pawn their kids off on us. <gasps> that was so weird. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about etiquette. Which we want to do a whole episode yes, on etiquette. Yes, we will. But this is part of what sparked our idea for doing an yes. etiquette episode.
1: So we were standing. Where we were standing, mm-hmm. like where we got there, we were next to a family from Long Island mm-hmm. and um, the father of the family was in a scooter mm-hmm. and then he had his adult, I think adult daughter maybe. And her and husband, her husband. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's what the dynamic felt like to yeah. us. And they did the audience particip- participation bit. Mm-hmm. And then when they released everybody to go back to their people, mm-hmm. all of a sudden out of nowhere, this woman...
0: Rolls her stroller up. A double stroller, too. Like a double oh, yeah. jogging double stroller. stroller. With, like it's a big stroller.
1: With not babies, like toddlers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like four and five-year-old, mm-hmm. maybe. And parks it right in front of us, like mm-hmm. where we've been standing the entire time watching. Yeah. And the guy's on a scooter, so he's low, right? Yeah. And he's
0: standing right next to us. And then they leave. Well, and she says, do you mind if my kids sit here and doesn't wait for an answer? And then they they hightail it out like... I don't know, 15 yards away. Yeah. Like, they're not like even the, close back by. to the back of the group. Yeah. But, man, their kids got to see what they...
1: And, like, I get it. I get, you know, wanting your kids <sighs> to be able to see things. Sure. But also, take them out of the stroller and mm-hmm. hold them. Then they're your eye level. They can see stuff right. from there. Right? And also, the
0: show only had maybe, like, one or two minutes left in it total. Yeah, Anyway. Not very long. But to come up and park it in front of people yeah. who have been there the whole time, mm-hmm. it's just not... And honestly... And he wasn't standing either. He was in his scooter. And so right. that stroller kind of cut his his sight. Right. Cut his sight line. Um, I'll say this. If I see children
1: around me, for sure, move forward. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to let you. In fact, maybe a standing child. Mm-hmm. Move forward and I'm happy to let you stand there. I'm happy to make room for kids because I want them to be able to see.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But also, like... I struggle with entitlement.
0: Yes. Well, and I just think it's more of an awareness thing, too. Right. right? Like, right. just be aware of the people around Which, you. Which, at Disneyland, nobody is. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Anyway, it was weird.
1: It was and weird. And the guy looked over at me, and he's like, I guess I have kids now. And I just started laughing, <laughs> and I was like, congrats. It's a yeah. boy and a girl, it looks like. And he was just <laughs> like, what the heck just happened? And like she just and like it was like touching his scooter, like uh-huh. right on top of him. Yeah,
0: and it was so funny it was and bizarre. Bizarre. Uh-huh. And like I said, they were gone. They went back to the yeah. edges. And they they might have gone to Pim Tasting Lab and gotten a drink I for think that all they we had know. Drinks. So they were standing <laughs> off to the side enjoying their drinks. Yes. While we had their kids for, they thought five it was minutes. the Nick Fury daycare hour. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was odd. It was fine, whatever.
0: Yes. But just be aware of the people around you. Be and- aware. And if you are, you know, super interested in seeing one of those shows, they are on the entertainment schedule. Like you can get in there and see when. Yeah, you know Nick Fury is coming out, and you could get there like ten minutes early if you wanted a front row seat. Right? right. Like people have been there for a long time waiting for him to come. It's not. It's not a walk up and get a front seat. Whatever. I mean, unless
1: (laughs) I guess if you have a bulldozer of a stroller, I guess
0: so. You just can have whatever seat you want. I mean, do what you can get (laughs) away with. I
1: suppose. Uh, Then we went and took our daily nap. Yes. Which I highly recommend. Yes. I enjoyed that. And did we take the trolley back? Uh huh. I think so. To the hotel. I think so. Yeah. It was great. I love that trolley. I loved that trolley. I highly recommend The Nap. Mm-hmm. And then we stacked up a few lightning lanes for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Guess what our first one was? Guardians. We, <laughs> we afternoon rope dropped Guardians. And yes. guess what?
0: We got our song. We got the Jackson
1: 5. I was so flippin' excited. I want you back. Yes, it's so the best. And then that's when we went over and did Monsters, Inc. At that point, it was 7 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. But the wait time for Monsters, Inc. at that point was... 45 minutes. And we were on, I think, in three.
0: I think is what we timed it.
1: So try that. If the Buddy Pass is available, give it a try. It's worth it. Get you on quicker. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, okay, I probably would not wait for 45 minutes for that ride.
0: No, I wouldn't either.
1: I mean, if it was your first time ever, sure, fine, whatever. I would lightning lane it. If you have Genie Plus, if you have to wait and stand by, Mm -hmm. do it, Fine. Or um, rope drop it, or rope drop mm-hmm. it, because apparently that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you only have two or three in your party, go through the backside and go and buddy pass it. Yeah, I think it's a great way to do it. We did Radiator Springs at dusk. Mm-hmm. We always recommend that. We did that in the single rider line. We had a pl- we had somewhere we had to be, mm-hmm. and so we were kind of trying to get our timing correctly because mm-hmm. we had a couple things we still wanted to do. Um, the line was pretty long,
0: but the single rider line it was. was really long.
1: But we got in fairly quickly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would say. I think we waited about a half an hour,
0: maybe a half hour, which is longer than normal for a single rider for that ride. But right, but I think the standby was what ninety minutes. Yeah. when we got into so line. So totally worth it. Totally worth it. Um, let's talk about a little bit more etiquette. A little bit more etiquette. We watched some people get booted out of the line for line jumping. So actually, I wouldn't be surprised if they got booted from the park. Maybe I feel like that may followed have them happened. out. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, they jumped the line. He. So once you get in the single rider line, there is. Uh, a section of the line where it's real easy to jump over to the lightning lane, mm-hmm. which people have paid for. Right. People pay, you know, 15 to $20 to be able to stand in that line. And so if you're getting in the single rider line and jumping over there, I mean, that's... You're stealing. Already, even if you hadn't paid, even if it wasn't a paid lightning lane line, right, you're right. already, like, breaking the rules pretty right. badly. Right. But I just, yeah, the hubris. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And we watched I mean, probably, it's, it's shoplifting, yes, essentially. Right. We watched probably six people that line. Only two of them got caught. I don't know what happened to the other four. Maybe they got found later, but a cast member just happened to be walking by and saw what was happening and came and grabbed those two and escorted them right out of the line. And well, at first he yelled at them to oh, get out. Oh, that's right. And so they turned around and they
1: started to walk up and they tried to do it again. Yes. They tried to, they got like around the corner where he couldn't see them. Uh-huh. And they tried to walk they up They thought again. he couldn't see them, but mm-hmm. he was kind of walking along the line to see if they left. And they tried to do it again. And at that point, he went and he took them out. And I I imagine, Ugh. I think that's, I mean, that's reason enough to be escorted I think out of the so, park. Too. I do. It's just rude. It is rude. It's not, again, it's bad etiquette. It's mm-hmm. bad form. It's, like I said, it's essentially shoplifting. Right. You're taking something that doesn't belong to you that you didn't pay
0: for. Right. It's immoral. Yeah. So anyway, don't do it. <laughs> do it. It's not worth it. And then we headed over to check in for our dessert party. After that, right? No, we went to Incredicoaster. Oh, that's right. We went and did Incredicoaster. <gasps> that's afterwards. right. This and is a
1: cool story. It is a cool story. I don't know the last. I know I've done it before. I don't know the last time that I've ridden. It might have been California Screaming. The last time I wrote it at night. Mm-hmm. We always do it. My kids are so excited to do it. It's something we do during the day. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the day, I'm like, I already wrote it. Go for it. You, I can sit it out, and I'll let them go do it. We wrote it at,
0: at dusk. Mm-hmm. We wrote it at nine o'clock. Right. And typically, well, in the past, it shuts down during mm-hmm. World of Color. And so it's harder to write it at night than mm-hmm. it used to be. But recently, in the last month, they've decided to open up that area of Pixar Pier mm-hmm. back there during World of Color. So we got to write it during World of Color, which was really cool.
1: Super cool. They were a little late starting World of Color, which mm-hmm. kind of panicked us. We were like, what is happening? In fact, the cast member that we asked for row one. Mm-hmm. We were trying to like delay it because we really wanted to time it yeah. when we realized we could. And so we asked for row one, which I think we were the third party that wanted row one, which mm-hmm. was perfect. Yeah. Because we were waiting. And when we got up there, it was 9 o'clock and the lights weren't dimming right. anywhere. And the cast member even was like, what is going on? The lights aren't dimming. And we were <laughs> like, we just noticed that too. And he yeah. says, yeah, they should be out by now. And so I think it started at like 9.03 or mm-hmm. something, a couple of minutes late. But we got to ride during World of Color. That was very cool. It was so, so I cool. think that
0: we were riding during the elemental pre-show Maybe. is what we were riding during, which... Really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Just to see the lights and the color and the water and all of that was really fun. And it's a totally different ride at night. Yes, I think so fun. You can see so much better in the tunnels uh-huh. at night. The incredible Incredibles yeah. characters. So that's fun. I just love everything more at night. Yeah. And it was so good at night. Very cool.
1: Um, And then we had World of Color Dessert Reservations, mm-hmm. and we did the dessert party. We each have done it before. Yes. It's worth it if you want to splurge. Mm-hmm. You get to have a seat. Yeah. You get to have a little tray of cheeses, grapes, crackers, desserts. Yep.
0: I would say the only downside to the dessert party is the line that you have to wade in before you get seated. I agree with that. It's kind of tucked back in there behind Grizzly River Run. Mm-hmm. So you feel kind of isolated from the rest of the park and you're just standing there. We right. probably stood there 30 minutes, right. maybe 45 minutes. I wish
1: that you could come check in, get your wristband, go do something, mm-hmm. and then have a time
0: to come check in at the tables yeah. and then they see you. Like a virtual queue. Right. <laughs> why do we have to stand there the whole time? Right. Because they assign you a table when you check in. Yes. They know which table you're going to be sitting yeah. at when you check in. So I don't know why why the lineup is necessary. Maybe it keeps things a little more organized and, and efficient. But And they do. They take you single file over mm-hmm. to your
1: I wish that they would just say, you know, your return window is, you know, our show was at 10, 15. So I wish they would say your return window is anytime between 930 and
0: 945. Right. And then you just show up to the host or hostess that's standing at the entrance of where the dessert party is and they send you to your table. Right. right? That would be nice. We actually, so most tables are for four or five and we got seated at a table for four, but it was just the two of us, which was kind of nice. We got to spread out a little bit. Yes.
1: And your, it's $89. Mm-hmm. So that includes your tax and your gratuity. Yeah. Um, it includes your meal, your dessert plate. Mm-hmm. Unlimited it, drinks. Unlimited drinks, unlimited soft drinks, mm-hmm. waters, hot chocolates, coffees, things like Tea. that. Mm-hmm. And two alcoholic beverages per adult. Mm-hmm. And, then and then kids get kids, like... Yes, that's super cute sipper.
0: Yes. Right now they have a 100th anniversary version of the sipper, which looks like a Mickey balloon. I think. Kind of. Yeah. The, yeah. With a, a lanyard around it. They will not give it to adults.
1: No. Period. Kids only. Yes. Anyway, I think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth it in our situation. I, I too. I don't know that I would do it for my whole entire family. Although there was a family of what, like eight in yeah. front of us. That's a pretty penny you're spending. They had splurged. Good for them. Yeah.
0: Anyway, it's worth it. I like it. It's great. Me too. Yeah. It's great to have that spot. And it's far enough back that you're not getting so much of the water spray, but you still have an excellent view and you're seated. At the end of the day, it's nice to sit. It is. And yeah, the dessert is fun. I wouldn't say it's, you know, $89 worth of dessert. But... You're paying for the experience, not for the food. Right. Which is how most experiences are at Disney, right? But if you also, if you drink, Mm -hmm. you
1: have the two adult, you know, the two beverages for adults included in that. So, I mean, and before tax, I looked at the breakdown. Before tax, I think it's $71 before tax and gratuity. Right. And so $71 for a place to sit for, you know, your drinks and Mm -hmm. it's not terrible. No. But it's a splurge for sure. And we had our waiter was really fun, too. I've always had a good experience with the waiters. Yeah. So it's great. I think so, too. And
0: World of Color is just wonderful. Yes. And we, of course, did the last showing of World of Color. So we were leaving the park after closing, which is kind of fun Mm -hmm. to walk down the streets. We did a little shopping. Mm -hmm.
1: And And that was it. Yes. And then we went and caught our trolley back to the hotel. Mm -hmm. That was glorious because we were late for the trolley and it was still there. Yeah. Some miracle.
0: (laughs) I don't know what happened. (laughs) It was meant
1: to be. Anyway, it was great. And then we got up bright and early the next day, went to Long Beach and came
0: home. That's right so and that is that wraps it up friends that was a quick trip yeah let us know if you have any questions about it there's anything we can elaborate on yes and uh
1: take a moment if you haven't to subscribe rate and review our podcast please we appreciate them so much it helps us grow we're we have a goal guys 550 million you're on this journey with us
0: (laughs) we'll get there Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Parkop and also Facebook the same and join our fun Facebook group, Rope Dropping and Park Hopping. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.